John chapter 12, verse 20 to 33. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honour the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, This voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. Holy Week and Easter are incredibly deep and profound times if we would pause to grasp the significance of what's going on. And this passage helps us to indeed see it. We see in this passage both the all-powerful and mighty and holy creator God whose voice is like thunder. The crowds think that this is thunder or an angel. We see a glimpse of this God, but also we see in this passage God of vulnerability. Jesus was God in the flesh and he is a troubled soul. Very early on in John's gospel, Jesus recognizes that the hour has come. The time has come for him to go through the brutal pain of death by crucifixion. And he is deeply troubled by the suffering that he is walking into. But he knows why he's doing this. In this passage, Jesus uh, speaks to why he's doing it. It's one of the few places he interprets his own death. He says in verse 31, Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Brian Zand explains it like this. The cross of Christ pronounces judgment on the basic arrangement of the world. The principalities and powers, the rich and powerful, the structures they represent, and the spirit generated by them claim they have the right to rule the world because they are wise and just. But the cross exposes the principalities and the powers as neither wise nor just, but simply greedy for wealth and power. The cross judges the system of the world as capable of unimaginable crimes. The cross exposes this. The cross is God, innocent, yet nailed to a cross. But on that cross, Jesus says he will draw all people to himself. Again, Zan says it like this. Instead of a world organized around an axis of power enforced by violence, we discover a world organized around an axis of love expressed in forgiveness. As we gaze long upon the sacred mystery of Christ crucified, we find ourselves being drawn into the saving orbit of love and forgiveness. 
And so lastly, in this passage, Jesus, as he does many times, invites us not just to witness what he is doing, but to follow him in his example. To not just believe in him, but to be his disciples. And he says this great paradox, which he says a number of times in the Gospels. Verse 25, anyone who loves their life will lose it, but anyone who hates their life or loses their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Easter weekend is the framework for our life in Jesus. It's paradoxically in death and dying and choosing the narrow way of Jesus that we discover the new life that we long to live. As we witness God's radical love for us, he invites us to radically follow him. The old hymn, When I Survey by Isaac Watts, captures this beautifully. Isaac beautifully says, With the whole realm of nature mine, that were an offering to far too small, love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. It's when we choose to follow Jesus wholeheartedly and let his way be our way that we discover the rich, abundant, eternal life that we all long to live. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, as we see you lifted up in crucifixion, may we be drawn into a new orbit around your cross as the axis of love expressed in forgiveness. Help us to not just believe in you, but to follow you wherever that leads, in the sure and certain hope that you will lead us to new life. Amen.